Hello and welcome to the Sensual Being podcast with myself, your host, Jolene Whiting. I have been a pole dance teacher for nearly 20 years. I'm also a yoga instructor and my favorite pastimes are connecting to my own sensuality, connecting with the world and connecting with animals as well. In this podcast, you'll find new and inventive ways of how you see yourself, connecting yourself with others, and also how you see and view the world around you. In today's episode, we are going to dive into the topic of reclaiming some of more of our power back as women and diving in to womb wisdom. Hello and welcome Sensual Being. Thank you for joining today. Um, Make yourself nice and comfy and we're going to have a wonderful discussion on reclaiming parts of our power back as being women and what that actually means. Um, Because when we hear those sort of words, we think, what do you mean reclaim our power back? I you know and we sometimes it's quite hard to unravel and this can take years to really work out and I don't think we're ever done with it um I think we live in a very masculine world driven by the patriarchy and we as women have conformed and to be honest men have conformed as well I'm not demonizing men I'm just saying we have all conformed to this patriarchal setup and I don't think <laughs> I like it. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Um, so like I said, there's a lot of layers to this and we will not be covering them all today. And also I probably haven't covered them all in my own life either. So I am still unraveling this with you as well. Um, so one of the things I would really like to talk to you about is taking back the power over our periods, our menstruation, our womb, our womb wisdom and our creativity from that type of area. And you might be thinking, what do you mean? Or I don't have periods because I'm on birth control or, you know, I I just get on with it. I take some tablets and just get on with it. Um, and again, that's very much the patriarchal setup. That's what I used to do. And to be honest, I I remember when I first started having periods and it was always sort of brought to me from my mum. She didn't know any different at the time, um, but she was very much like, you know, it's oh, it's quite a burden. You know, that, that was the ethos that I had with it. And, you know, respect to her for it because that was how she was brought up and not only by her parents, so by society. Society deems it as being a burden. And I'm not going to lie, sometimes when I'm in pain, I sort of think, oh, you know, it, perhaps maybe it could be seen as a burden, but I'm really trying hard to reframe that because there is a lot of power and wisdom that comes through the cycles that we have as women. Um, we are very much cyclical beings, can't say that today, um, cyclical beings, um, which means that we have an inner cycle that lasts, let's say on average, 28 days. So it's pretty much the same as the moon cycle, hence why we call it a moon, getting your moon or first day of the moon. 
So you can see this connection uh, to lunar living as well. Um, and sort of like the dark feminine in the night, you know, connecting with the moon. It's all very spiritual in that sort of sense. So really take on board with this, what works for you or what you want to work for you as well. So a book that really changed all this for me is a book called Wild Power. Yeah. So this book was written by, let's see if I can get the names right, Alexandra Pope and Shani Hugo Wurlitzer. I really hope I've said that right. <laughs> this book is amazing. Um, they also do another book, which I haven't read yet. But if you are someone who's been through menopause, they do one that's called Wise Power. Okay, so that's if you don't get your monthly bleed anymore. With this one, it's called Wild Power. So it's for those people who do get their monthly bleed. Okay, so in this book, it explains about the magic of tapping into your cycle. So rather than just popping some pills and just getting on with it, which I'm not here to tell you not to do, I'm just saying that there is another way, okay? And I know that our lives are very different and sometimes there are times when you've just got to get on, okay? So please listen with an open mind to all this. If you are very much one of those people Listen with an open mind and just take in what I'm saying and see what works for you and at which time it works for you. So in this book, they explain that we have these inner seasons, okay? So we've got like an inner summer, which is your ovulation phase. We've got an inner autumn, which is before you menstruate. And then you've got your winter time, which is when you're bleeding. And then as you're coming out of that bleed, leading up to your ovulation time, that would be your inner spring. And they explain how to work with the different energies throughout the month and why it's so important. Now, I've done this before. So I've come out of my bleed and then I've gone full steam ahead because I've been like, yes, come on, let's go. But I have burnt out part of the way through my cycle. And I'm like, oh. you know, I've never really understood it before, but I get it now. So what I should have done at those times and what I do now is at the times of coming out of my bleed, I then gradually build up the things that I want to do again. And then at the times of ovulation, I try and use those times as like my power time to do more, to give more, yeah? Um, and at the time of coming into just before you start your bleed, you know, when you start to get a little bit bloated, maybe get a little bit cranky, a little bit PMT. Now that is your, that's your inner wild woman right there. There she is. She, she's got no filter. She's in her rawness. If you say something to her, she would tell you exactly how she feels. And sometimes you're like, did those words just come out of my mouth? <laughs> um, so I'm not saying that that is an excuse to be horrible to people, okay? But it's just a time to recognize this inner season. So I've also said to my partner before, I've, I've said to him for years, I said, if I'm acting a little bit weird, can you just ask me, could it be PMT? Now, that is sometimes deemed as such a bad thing. When you ever you see this in a program, it's deemed as such a bad thing. They'll be like, oh, you've got, I've got PMT. I haven't got PMT. Well, actually, my blessing is that if I'm like, oh, yes, that I do. I, I, I think that is. I will put those thoughts and feelings on the back burner 
and I will come back to them in a week or so's time and see how I feel about them. So I won't act on them because I have acted on them before, thrown my toys out of the pram, quit something, left something, done something and then thought, oh, it was just PMT, sorry. <laughs> so the, the blessing of actually keeping track of your cycle is actually to know at these times when we sort of fly off the handle at things that actually you, you're like, why has that bothered me so much right now? You can actually think, well, actually, that's okay. I, I appreciate I feel like that right now, but I'm going to come back to that when I'm not in this hormonal type area of my life. Why put the extra pressure on yourself? Just sit, write it down, put it aside, come back to it a week later. Again, it's that reclaiming of your own power. It's not saying that you're a bad person for getting PMT or feeling cranky or anything like that. It's just recognizing and accepting yourself for being human. And not only that, being a woman as well. Having a cycle is not a bad thing. And I know some people out there do have some really hard times with it, particularly pain-wise. But also, a lot of the time, those people are not honoring themselves at the same time. And this is why this this work, I don't like calling it work really, but this type of practice, I don't really like that word either, um, this type of inner knowing and flowing with your life is important. Um, there's also an inner cycle within your menstruation time. So I'm not going to go too deep into this book, but I will put the book in the show notes because it is just such a good one. So in your menstruation time, you might think, okay, right, well, what do I do? So this is the five stages that they have. So the separation, you kind of retreat into your little menstruation cave. You surrender. Renewal. Visioning. And clarity and direction. Now, these to me mean separation is when you kind of retreat you know even if you don't do it when you the day one of your bleed when you come on sometimes you just feel like I want to be on my own yeah that can be very hard to do <laughs> but that's the feeling that you get and then the surrender for me sometimes I my period pain can can hit me and I don't always get pain and sometimes the pain is quite mild, but sometimes the pain can be very intense and I try my best to surrender to it. And I have not taken any tablets for period pain for over a year now because I just try to be with it. Um, so I use heat and hot water bottles and things like that, but I try to be with the pain because there is so much growth and inner knowing and wisdom that comes from pain. Yeah, we grow out of areas of our lives where we have been put into pain. I'm not saying you should, you should just start hurting yourself to feel pain, to grow. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the universe will, you can't go through your life without being in pain, whether it's physical pain or mental pain, there is pain in our life. But when we have pain in our life, it makes us appreciate when we don't. Yeah. And this is so important. And what I find is when the pain starts to subside, you'll get this renewal feeling 
you feel like you're coming alive again and that you're you're coming into more safe feelings again and those can be very strong like the feelings the waves of love that you can get if you let that period pain go through your body and then you come out the other side the the blessing and the the love feels that you have for your life for yourself are so so powerful because you give yourself that time to tune in you don't just pop a pill and leave you I'm actually sort of telling you in this sense to actually tune in to it and live it and feel it and then you've got the vision in that comes oh my god the amount of creative ideas I get if I actually go into the menstrual cave when I'm on because I can't do it all the time because sometimes I've got classes and sometimes I can only give myself a couple of hours in the day just to think okay I'm just going to step back and not do anything it doesn't matter just give yourself a pocket of time even if it's like 20 minutes just do something to, to bring yourself into the home of your own body and your own womb and the visioning that you get the creativity ideas are just they are immense and i've been doing this embodying this work for just over a year now and it's been a game changer and if anybody's been following what i've been doing online or even through this podcast this podcast was grown out of the menstrual cave i mean come on that's amazing um but loads of my different types of work avenues have grown so much over this past year and I swear it's because of this a lot of the meditations a lot of the podcast episodes a lot of the dance combos that I have created have been created at this particular point of the month okay and then number five now number five is clarity and direction now the clarity and direction is what messes me up (laughs) not gonna lie so the reason why it messes me up is because I get excited and I'm no longer in pain at that point, but I'm still in the depths of winter, but I'm like, I have to share this. I have to record this. I have to do this. I have to try and make this dance this and I've got to do it and I've got to do it now because I'm excited about it and I love that excitement, but that that's my little pitfall. So when I'm coming out of menstruation and I'm feeling these waves of excitement. I just want to push on ahead and skip straight to those summer feels. But when I do that, I don't honor the time that my body and my mind and my soul needs to recoup and regenerate and actually just build back up. So just be very aware. This is something that I have done for years and I really try hard not to do it now. But for years, I would finish bleeding and be like oh yeah I'm fine now let's go and it's like no 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 and then I'd be I'd wonder why I was burning out and I always kind of knew at the time of ovulation in your month that that was sort of like your high time and I was thinking I I never seem to get that like I never seem to get that high time why not and that's why so it's been very enlightening and interesting to work with my cycle And there's what's called crossover days as well. So when you're crossing over from one cycle into the next, you can sometimes have a bit of a wobble on that day. Sometimes your mood might be different. You might have a bit of a headache or you just, you feel a bit out of sorts and then you tip over the next day into the next season and you feel fine again. Um, So those have been eye openers for me 
and I've tried to track them throughout my cycle because everyone will be slightly different. Um, So, yeah, this is these these topics are just not taught enough. I mean, this stuff. Why was I not learning this in school about how to actually live with my own body? You know, it's bonkers. It's absolutely bonkers what they hold back from us. Um, Another great book to have a think about reading is Women Don't Owe You Pretty. And it's written by Florence Given. And another book that I will be, that's another one I'll put in the show notes for you. So the reason why I'm saying about that book as well is that that's been quite an eye opener. So I've, I've grown up in a world where, um, this is where I say men have played their part. Okay. I've grown up in a world which has, if there's been a woman rape victim, then one of the questions that she'll get asked is, well, what was she wearing? Hmm? What were you wearing? Like that has anything to do with it. But when I first heard that in that way, like, well, what's that got to do with it? I was thinking, well, of course, it's got everything to do with it. You know, if you go out in a short skirt and uh, like when it's dark, you are, you know, you are asking for it. I've grown up in that world. So I found that quite hard to actually try and get my mind around and think, hang on a minute. And I, I have obviously got my mind around it now. But I'm telling you this because I felt it. I felt like, well, you know, if I go out just like this and I know I'm asking for it. And it's like, no, 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 no. And this is why I want to say that men have played that part as well. Because boys have grown up knowing this, knowing that if girl, if a girl wears a short skirt, she is asking for it, you know, so we have all grown up, we've all been a part of this conformity. And it's, it's not our fault. It's only our fault when we realise all of this. Yeah, because we've all been through it. It's no one's, it's us growing up, it's not our fault. Okay, it's only your fault when you actually start to gain consciousness and awareness and think, well, hang on a minute, this ain't right. <laughs> She's wearing a short skirt. That doesn't mean to say I have to do something. You know, if you're if you're a boy or young man or man or whatever, you know, you know what I'm trying to say here. I hope that's come across right. <laughs> um, also, something else I wanted to come back to was linking the two books in together. And for those of you who might be thinking, well, I'm on birth control. So, you know, I I have the injection and then I don't get a period for like however long, six months or, you know, my, I, I, I mean, I used to be on the pill years, God, years. Um, one of the big red flags I want to like to bring up for you, if you haven't thought of it before, is the fact of why are we as women getting the birth control? Why is it not men? And don't give me the whole, well, we can't trust men because I'm sorry, I've heard about women manipulating their partners and getting themselves pregnant when they weren't weren't planning on it, um, but they've done it deliberately, okay? So the coin flips both sides, yeah. So, oh, we can't trust men. is just another patriarchal bullshit thing that's been um, brainwashed to us. It's not real. So the trust is an issue with people, yeah? So if women can be trusted to take birth control, why are not men? Why is it not men that have been pushed to do this? And this is why I say it links back to our inner power, the wisdom and knowledge, 
that you get from tuning inwards at the times of your bleed are just catastrophic. Honestly, this year has been the biggest game changer year, I think, of my whole life. And I think, to be honest, my dominant side of being misread has taken another leap because of this work and this significance of my own inner self. Okay, so it, I'm telling you, this is magnified. If you start doing this, you will see changes in your life. Because with birth control, and I'm not telling you not to be on it, but all I'm asking you to do is maybe look at the side effects. Ask some questions. Are those questions well received? And how how do you like navigate through that? How does that make you feel? Do you actually want to be on birth control? Because you can actually track your cycle to actually be a natural birth control. Okay, so there are ways that you might be able to find works for you. Now, I originally went on the pill when I was quite young, when I was 15, because I was getting such irregular periods and really bad period pain. But what was probably, the doctors didn't even know at the time, to be honest, but what would have really helped me was acupuncture. And I've come back to that over the years, particularly since I came off birth control. Um, And that really helped to realign my body. And I was like, whoa, this is amazing. Um, Why didn't I have that when I was 15? Surely that's safer than pumping a 15-year-old girl full of drugs, isn't it? I would have thought so, but clearly no, because we don't live in that kind of environment. The holistic side of healthcare isn't there. It's masking symptoms and possibly over the years, maybe giving you more symptoms because you can't tell me that filling your body with all those hormones is a good idea Um, and manipulating your own system. I, you know, it, it's so it's so easy for me to go, oh, I look back now and see it. And when I was in it, I didn't ask any of these questions. I was so blindsided and busy with whatever else I had going on in my life. And I wasn't turning inwards at all for me. I, you know, I never was really. I went for years like this and we are so consumed by our distractions, our work, making money, paying bills, um, distractions with our phones, with social media, with um, TV, Netflix, and you know, all this sort of stuff that, and I'm not saying that distractions are necessarily a bad thing. I'm just saying we're so consumed and distracted that we are missing who we are and why we are here. And that to me is the most important thing is that what I just said there, who we are and why we are here. And if you're not tuning into yourself, then where is that energy going? Who and what are you tuning into instead? How are you distracting yourself? And how can you maybe find a way of coming home to yourself, to your body, to your inner wisdom, to your inner womb wisdom, and honoring yourself as being not only human, but a woman? So, If you have anything you want to talk about with that, I'm always happy to talk about this sort of thing. I think it's so powerful and incredible and enlightening. So feel free. My door is always open. You can always ping me a message and let me know your own personal insights. 
Remember, as always, to lead through your life with your heart and to live with intention. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed this episode, please do share it with your friends and on social media. If you have the time to rate or review this podcast, I'd be ever so grateful. If you'd like to follow me on Instagram, you can find me at Jolene Sensual Being. The links to my YouTube and to sign up to my mailing list will be in the show notes as well. I look forward to speaking with you again very soon.